Hey guys, welcome to this brand new episode of Astrophysicals Podcast. My name is Aman Mohan and with me is Krishna. Hey Krishna. Hi, hi everyone. Great. So guys, today our topic is Astrophysical Fluid Dynamics, which is a modern branch in astronomy involving fluid mechanics, which deals with the motion of fluids like the gases which the stars are made up of or any fluid which is found in outer space. This subject covers the fundamentals of mechanics of fluid using various equations ranging from continuity equation Navier-Stokes to Euler's equation of collisional fluids and the like. It is an extensive study of physical dilemmas of astral bodies and their movement in space. Yeah, and a thorough understanding of the subject requires detailed knowledge of the equations governing fluid mechanics. And most of the applications of astrophysical fluid dynamics include dynamics of stellar systems, accretion disks, astrophysical jets, Newtonian fluids, and the fluid dynamics of galaxies. Yeah. And this deals with the application of fluid dynamics and its equation in the movement of fluid in space. So the applications are entirely different from what we usually study as all of these happens in the vacuum with zero gravity. Yeah, and most of the interstellar medium is not at rest, but is in supersonic motion under the action of supernova explosions, stellar winds and radiation fields, and the time-dependent gravitational field due to spiral density waves in the stellar disk of the galaxy. And since supersonic motions almost always involve shock waves, these play a crucial role. Exactly. And the galaxy also contains a dynamically significant magnetic field, which means that the dynamics is governed by the equations of compressible magnetohydrodynamics. And in many cases, the electrical conductivity is large enough for the ideal magnetohydrodynamics to be a good approximation. But this is not true in star formation regions where the gas density is high and the degree of ionization is low. Yeah, so uh, star formation is one of the most interesting problems here. It is known that stars form out of the interstellar medium and that this mostly occurs in giant molecular clouds such as the Rosetta Nebula, for example. It has been known for a long time that an interstellar cloud can collapse due to its self-gravity if it is large enough. But in an ordinary interstellar medium, this can only happen if the cloud is a mass of several thousand of solar masses, much larger than that of any star. Yeah. And there must therefore be some process that fragments the cloud into smaller, high-density clouds, right? Whose masses are in the same range as that of the stars. So self-gravity cannot do this. But it turns out that there are processes that do this if the magnetic pressure is much larger than the thermal pressure, as it is in giant molecular clouds. Okay, and these processes rely on the interaction of magnetohydrodynamic waves with the thermal instability. Yeah, and magnetohydrodynamic wave in a medium in which the magnetic pressure is much larger than the thermal pressure can produce dense regions, but they cannot by themselves make the density high enough for self-gravity to act. However, gas in the star-forming region is heated by cosmic rays and is cooled by radiative processes. Yeah, and the net result is that gas in a thermal equilibrium state in which heating balances cooling can exist in three different phases at the same pressure, a warm phase, with a low density, an unstable phase with an intermediate density, and a cold phase with at low temperature. Yeah, and an increase in the pressure due to supernova or a spiral density wave can flip the gas from the warm phase into unstable phase, and a magno and a magnetohydrodynamic wave can then produce dense fragments in the cold phase, whose self-gravity is strong enough for them to collapse to form stars. And this process, we can study the dynamics of the cosmic gas and then understand the formation of stars. And this is just one example. Even magnetohydrodynamics has its basis on the fundamentals of astrophysical fluid dynamics. Yeah. And another application for fluid dynamics in astrophysics is neutron star. 
which are ancient remnants of stars that have reached the end of their evolutionary journey through space and time. Yeah, and these interesting objects are born from once large stars that grew to four to eight times the size of our own sun before exploding in a catastrophic supernova. And after such an explosion blows the star's outer layer into space, the core remains, but it no longer produces nuclear fusion. With no out outward pressure from fusion to counterbalance the gravity's inward pull, the star condenses and collapses in upon itself. Yeah, and despite their small diameters, about twelve point five miles, or say twenty kilometers, neutron stars boast nearly one point five times the mass of our sun, and thus incredibly dense. Just a sugar cube of neutron star better would weigh about one hundred of million tons of Earth. Wow, and a neutron star's almost incomprehensible density causes protons and electrons to combine into neutrons, and this process that gives such stars their name. And the composition of their cores is unknown, but they may consist of a neutron superfluid or some unknown state of matter. Yeah, and neutron stars pack an extremely strong gravitational pull. Much greater than Earth's. This gravitational strength is particularly impressive because of stars' small size. When they are formed, neutron stars rotate in space. As they compress and shrink, the spinning speeds up because of the conservation of angular momentum. The same principle that causes a spinning skater to speed up when she pulls in her arm. Yeah, and these stars gradually slow down over the eons. But those bodies that are still spinning rapidly may emit radiation. That from Earth appears to blink on and off as a star spins, like the beam of light from a turning lighthouse. And this pulsing appearance gives some neutron stars the name pulsars. Exactly. And after spinning for seven million years, pulsars are drained of their energy and become normal neutron stars. Few of them known existing neutron stars are pulsars. Only about thousand pulsars are known to exist. So there may be hundred or millions of old neutron stars in the galaxy. And the staggering pressure that exists at the core of the neutron star may be like those that existed at the time of the Big Bang, but these states cannot be simulated on Earth. So, guys, hope you liked this episode. See you all next week with another episode. Until then, this is Amin Mohan signing off with Krishna. Bye, guys. Bye, bye.